0: Hello and welcome back to the Limitless Podcast. I'm Anna. I'm so excited for today because we are talking about all things clarity, finding clarity, taking action, and just what to do when you're actually just like beyond stuck in business and life, when you're just like at the point where you're like, I don't even know what I mean. I just know something needs to change, but I don't know what. So I'm really hoping that today's episode shed some light as to what is maybe even like a micro action you can do, or just shed some light as to what could be holding you back so you could take some action. It's definitely the number one thing all of my clients come to me with, and I've had such clarity this year. It's been through the roadmap of clarity I'm about to walk all of you through, but it's taken me a good seven months. To find the clarity that I have today. And it was quite a journey <laughs> and it's quite a journey for my clients as well. But I really want to help share my story, my client's story in hopes that your perspective shifts around it and you can just view it from a different point up until where you are now. So I don't know about you, but for the longest time, I thought that clarity was a formula. It was market research. That's typically what we think clarity is in business, right? And then in our personal lives, clarity, like I don't know her, right? (laughs) But I just feel like up until this point and now having the the clarity I do through like the spiritual awakening and just like the self-identity crisis I've experienced this year and the rebuilding of my core beliefs, um, it's really like the number one thing everyone wants and everybody in the online space promises to give you right it's clickbait it's it's a thirst trap it's really good marketing who here has fallen for really good marketing that didn't promise right because if you only sign up for the course or if you only sign up for the program with their specific formula you get fast results we all want fast results but here's the thing that i have to learn that i learned the hard way and my clients learn the hard, hard way that i as a manifesting generator as Type A didn't want to hear, but had to experience for myself. Is that you can't rush clarity; you just can't. It comes when it comes, and I know that sounds so frustrating. Believe me, believe me. Okay, I wanted to throw like a glass at a wall, but what I have discovered through what I've been through this year and what working with my clients this year has taught me is that there may not be a timeline for clarity, but there is a roadmap for it. So that's what I wanted to share with you today. And it actually combines spirituality, spirituality with strategy. And it's truly helped so many of my clients not only scale their business sustainably and profitably, but from a place that actually truly brings them fulfillment, joy and peace in all of the chaos When was the last time that your business made you money and brought you peace and joy and fulfillment that actually, actually let you live your life? Because that's another thing. When we all started our businesses, we started it because we were promised that this was like the land of milk and honey, that this was the land of you get to make money and live your life. But how many of us are actually doing that? I know up until this year, I wasn't. And a lot of my clients come to me and they say the same thing. They feel like I feel like I've been bamboozled. (laughs) I feel like I've been sold this dream. And while I am building something I'm really proud of, I just don't know how I can sustain this because it just, it literally like wrecks me. I wake up at 9 a.m. in the morning and I feel good. And by 6 6 p.m., I feel like a dump truck has run over me, right? So how do we stabilize that? And I know it sounds maybe too good to be true because maybe you've been jaded by now, but it isn't. Trust me, it isn't. So one of the biggest mis- misconceptions about clarity um, that I think to be true that I've seen in a lot of clients that I've seen within myself is that it. we think about it as, well, in order for me to take any action in my business investments from a time perspective, I just need to sit and think a lot or it'll eventually come to me and therefore I'm not going to take any action. But that's actually not the way it works. We don't find clarity by sitting in front of a blank Google Doc for 13 hours and then, oh, I have an idea, let me take action. We actually have to take action in order to find clarity and that's what we're going to work through today. So, I want to paint clarity and the process of finding clarity as a puzzle. So, Stick with me in this analogy. Imagine clarity as a puzzle where each piece is scattered and waiting to be found. When you're putting a puzzle together, right? When when we're doing that, we don't see the pieces all on a, a table and then all of a sudden we're looking at all the pieces and we're like, oh, got it. I know, all, I know where all the pieces all of a sudden go. No, it's a gradual process. We're not like savants here. At least I'm not. So what you do is you search, you look at all the pieces, you take one piece, see if it fits within another that doesn't fit, try another piece, right? Maybe that one interlocks. And then slowly but surely, the complete picture that's on the box reveals itself. And you're like, oh, this is what it looks like. Maybe you don't even have the box at this point. So the challenge lies not only in recognizing that these scattered pieces and how they fit, but having the actual skill set to assemble them together to get the full picture. In its truest form, clarity that aha moment that we all want, right? We all think we're going to wake up one day and just magically have like this like million dollar idea or this like idea of how to redo our messaging or how to have more like peace in our lives, like this aha moment, right? But actually that aha moment you seek That's just hindsight, meaning in order to get the aha moment, you are actually looking back at the action you've taken. That aha moment of like, oh, this is what the puzzle is looking like. This is what it's supposed to look like because I don't have the box in front of me. That's you looking back at all the small puzzle pieces you put together to get that big picture. Are you with me? Does that make sense? Okay, so having that visual in mind let's dive into the roadmap and the pieces of the roadmap for how to gain clarity. So number one, where do we start? Well, we start by actually asking ourselves, what do we want clarity in? And it's also okay. If you don't know, I, that was me this year. I was at the place this year while grieving really like deconstructing my core belief system, building it back up where I didn't even know what I needed clarity in. I just know that my current way of operating did not feel good. So when you're working with someone or you're working with me or thinking about going into a program or just like wanting to figure out things by yourself, it is okay to not know. That's part of where the clarity comes in. It's okay to say, I don't actually know what I need or want, but I'm acknowledging that my current way of operating is just not serving me. Whether that's in your business, your offers, your marketing, your clients, or in your personal life with... I feel like it's 6 p.m. and a dump truck is running over me every single day. And I know 100% it's not a productivity issue. So, like, what is it, right? But it's okay to acknowledge that. So I have a lot of clients who come to me and they're like, I don't actually know, but I want to explore it. And that is key, the curiosity. Okay? So, for example, I recently was working with a one-on-one client and last year she had built a six figure business really fast it was really successful really fast which like seems like the dream right but unfortunately it was built unsustainably and it was built in a way that really truly wrecked her mental health and physical health like like physically she got sick off of it which is The worst thing that could happen is when your body physically starts, you know, taking the brunt of it. So she actually had to take a break from her business because it was not sustainable to the point where she physically had to stop to get herself healthy again. So after that point, she hired me and she was like, I don't know what I want this evolution of my business to look like. I just know I want it to look nothing like before because I, I can't have that happen to me again. And a a lot of the time, even in my case, like you have to come to the point, if you're super ambitious, if you're a manifesting generator, if you're type A, we're so laser focused on hitting goals that we are not looking at the journey. And therefore it does take something like a traumatic event, hitting a wall or having um, or hitting rock bottom for us to truly like stop and look at other things. So she hired me and she was like, I want to rebuild intentionally. I want joy. I want peace. Like, I just want to have a business that I love because I'm so good at what I do. She's a copywriter. But I want to build it in a way where I truly feel like I'm living my life. Like, I'm so over this. And I said, all right, let's do it. Right? So she didn't have full clarity on what she wanted that bigger vision to look like. But she 100% knew what she didn't want it to look like. And that's a great starting point. So... If you are having trouble pinpointing what exactly you need clarity in, I have a great solution for you because this is exactly what I did when earlier this year, I also didn't know what exactly I needed. Um, And that was create white space, create white space in your life. So what I mean by that is in our daily lives, we are on autopilot. 90% of our days are autopilot. So we physically don't have the time to stop and think about what we're doing because we're just set on autopilot and we do the same things day in and day out, right? So when you're set on autopilot, when do you actually have the time to think and be alone with your thoughts? And I know a lot of you are probably saying like, oh, but I watch TV. Oh, but I go on walks and I listen to music. That's not what I mean. I don't mean like watching TV, listening to music, reading. I mean being alone in silence with your thoughts. And if you are someone who struggles with that, clarity is gonna be really hard for you if you do not learn how to create white space because the fastest way to clarity is through white space. So for me, that was actually going on clarity walks in the morning. So every morning I wake up and I walk over to Central Park and I go on a walk. At first, when I started doing this, I was like listening to music and I still was just not, Still was not feeling clear, creative, whatever. So then my intuition one day was like, why don't you try not listening to music? Why don't you try just like going on a walk in silence in the morning and just talking? Talk to the universe. Talk to your intuition. I talk to Coco a lot, my soul dog that passed earlier this year. But I just talk out loud. Because when you're in that clear zone where you have literally nothing to think about, nothing to distract you, all of a sudden your subconscious can come forward and the clarity can slowly start to inch its way forward. If your head is so consumed by everything and nothing all at once, when when or where does clarity have the space to even fit into that? So that's just an example of what creating white space looks like for me, it can look like whatever it looks like for you, but just find time in your day. I call it intuitive time. And a lot of my clients have started integrating this into their schedules, where they will physically block out intuitive time, where they just get to be. Now, if you are like a parent, or you have a crazy schedule, even 10 to 20 minutes, okay, I'm not saying carve out like three hours, I'm just saying, even 10 minutes of you just being alone with your thoughts and really having the time to think and process. That's all I'm asking you to do, okay? So after we've done that, after we have thought about like, what do I need clarity in? And then we've created the white space in our lives to actually be able to think clearly. Then I always ask my clients, what are your goals, okay? So even if you don't have clarity, but- you can still have goals, right? So even though like earlier this year, I was struggling with clarity, I still had goals that I wanted to achieve in my business, right? So a lot of the times when I ask my clients, well, what are your goals? I hear something like, I wanna make multi six figures. I want a hundred K months. I want a team of 10. I wanna be on five, five platforms for more visibility. I want to pass a passive course. I want a group pro- program. Awesome. All those things are great goals. But here's my question back at you, and this is where we go deeper. What is the motive behind the intention of that goal? Has anybody ever asked you that? Or have they just asked you, what is your goal? Cool, here's a plan for it. And is that why you feel the way you do right now? So what I mean by that is actually asking yourself, why do you want 100K months? Why do you want a group program? Why do you want a course? Why do you want to hit multiple six figures? And by me asking that, I'm not demonizing money. I'm not demonizing your goals. I'm simply reflecting the question back at you. Why? Because asking why and having a motive behind the intention, fully being conscious to that is the key to fulfillment. It's the key to clarity. And it's truly the key to finding a journey that actually fits your lifestyle and fits your long-term goals. So for example, I had a client in my Limitless Mastermind who was an OBM and all of a sudden on one of our one-on-one calls was like, I think I want to create a group program. Yes, I'm going to create a group program. So I asked why, what is your intention behind that? She's like, well, I want to make more money. I'm like, okay, And how do you think that will fit into your day-to-day life, your overall long-term plans? She's like, I don't know. I just want to make more money. And I was like, listen, why don't you take 24 hours to think? If you can give me a legitimate reason other than money, why you want to create a group program, I will support you and I will help to get put together a strategy for you. However, if you can't, then I want to have a bigger conversation about this. I already knew that she was not a good fit to be having a group program because I knew her and through knowing her on a deeper level, because in the mastermind, we work on a one on one and group level. So I get to know everybody on a very individual level. And I knew that what she wanted was freedom. I knew she wanted very few clients. I knew that truly her skill set was in higher level strategy. I know that actually she didn't want to teach. So then the next morning, she slapped me and she's like, I gave it some thought. And you're right. I would literally hate teaching. Like, I don't know why I was even thinking that. Thank you so much for stopping me before I went ahead with this. So this is what I want us to be thinking about is a deeper why. Because something that I've learned in my in this this past year and that my clients are learning on their journeys is that we truly do want to enjoy the journey of how we get there. We don't just want to get there it truly matters. How we get there truly matters. And that's not to say that like you can't have a hundred K month. You can a hundred percent have a hundred K month, but are you aware of the lifestyle you're going to need in order to get there? And is that something that actually makes sense for you? Okay. So it's just about really layering this question. I want you to really sit with your goals and intentionally think about them from the lens of like, how how does this goal fit into my life? So if you want 100K months in three months, are you willing to shift your lifestyle in order to fit that goal versus do you want 100K months and it having to be a, a longer journey to get there, but you are okay with that because you don't want to sacrifice your life in order to get there? And number two, when it comes to goals why do you have these goals or have you just been brainwashed into believing that these are the goals you need to have? Right? So for example, for my client, she thought she wanted a group program. When I asked her, she was like, well, that's the only other option I see as making money because that's what everybody else is doing. So I encourage you to think outside of the box and say, this is what everybody else is doing. I know myself, I know my lifestyle. I know my long-term goals, this doesn't fit that. What else can we do? And that's what we figure out, right? You can have all the goals you want, but I want them to be driven by intention. I want them to be driven by fulfillment. I want them to be driven by, will this actually make you happy and fit your lifestyle, okay? So whatever your goals are, make sure that the journey getting there is going to make you happy. Because let me tell you, I'm at the point where I know, I know my goals. I know what I want to achieve, but I no longer am willing to drive on the highway to get there, pedal on the gas, 20 miles over the speed limit, clutching the steering wheel. I'm taking the scenic route at this point. I'm stopping. I'm eating lunch by the beach. Either way, I'm getting to the destination. Either way, I'm getting to the same destination as the highway or the scenic route. Because I, when I get there, when I get to that destination, I don't want to be miserable in the experience of getting there. I don't want to say I'm so exhausted that now I can't enjoy the destination, which is what I see happening to so many entrepreneurs. And it's happened to me before. You finally have that six-figure launch and you can't even enjoy it because you're miserable and exhausted by the time you get there. And you don't even celebrate it. And what's funny is... As I started incorporating these learnings into myself and my clients, my clients right now, all of them actually don't have money goals. It's so interesting. I think in the online space, we're so conditioned to be like 50K months, 100K months, like sales goals, sales goals. But actually, none of us have sales goals. And by not having this attachment to a number, my clients have actually made more money, which is the craziest part. Because what I've learned and what my clients are learning is that when you're first focus on intrinsic goals, like fulfillment, peace, and joy, really doing this like self-discovery work, and then we partner that with strategy, as a result, money is always a byproduct. When you lead with fulfillment, peace, and servitude, joy, when you lead with something that is actually in alignment with you and your North Star, you will money will always be a byproduct of that. But so many of us just look at a goal, and we're like, "What's the fastest way to get there?" I don't care if it literally wrecks me or I don't enjoy it, as long as I hit the goal. Okay. For example, I currently know someone who was making seventy k months and is now down to thirty k months because she had a point where at seventy k months, even though the even though the money was sustainable, her self actually wasn't. Her as a person, she started actually developing like high functioning depression because she loved the money. She hated her business. It just wasn't worth it. So she knew something had to change. The journey to getting to that 70k months was not worth it because the money was great, but she realized she built it in a way that wasn't sustainable for her or her life. It wasn't sustainable for her marriage. It wasn't sustainable for the family she wanted to build. It just wasn't sustainable as even her as a genuine, happy person. So now what she's doing is she's taking a step back to take a step forward. She's restructuring her business, checking her ego, because that's a big income dip, and building it in a way that actually is going to make her 10 times happier. And she's actually a lot happier, she said, at a 30K months than 70K months. Not everybody's journey is the same, but it's my hope that everybody's journey is a good one on the way there. Okay. So like I said, a lot of the clarity is also going to come from you slowing down to speed up in the process. And as somebody who is a manifesting generator, type A, ambitious, high performance, I get it. That literally sounds like pulling teeth to us. I went into this kicking and screaming because I was like, what do you mean slowing down? The thought of slowing down actually sounds like a panic attack waiting to happen. How many people like feel like that right now? When I said about going from 70K to 30k, you're you probably had like a freak out. It's okay, be honest. But in order to find that clarity, we do need to take that step back. Now, I'm not saying that you're gonna have this like huge income dip or anything like that. That was just her journey but there is some part of us that does need to pause what we're doing in some shape way or form whatever that is for you that we figure out once we're working together but there does need to be some reflection time and reflection time cannot happen that clarity that white space cannot happen at you going a million miles an hour and not actually having the time to stop and think about anything because here's the thing people wear masks They want to be seen as an authority because of what it will do for them, how it will elevate them, validate them, show them that they are good enough. But if all the glitter goes away, do you still desire what you have? If you take away all the goals? Do you still want what you have? Okay. And this is honestly where that burnout happens. I see it all the time. This is where we hit a wall. This is where we hit rock bottom. This is where we just stop and think like, what the? fuck am I doing? What am I doing this for? A lot of people love the growth, but they hate the business. And that's so sad because I've gotten to that point. So many of my clients have gotten to the point and I see it in so many ambitious, high performance entrepreneurs where you've just lost your identity and that's not sustainable. That's not sustainable for you or the business, but you know what is sustainable? When you're able to maintain a business through the chaos, when it's driven through intentional motive, instead of being driven by ego decisions, that's when you start hitting goals and loving the process. But the question is, will your ego allow you to slow down? Like that is a huge decision she had to make going from 70 to 30K months, but she knew that there was no other way to save her business but by taking that time. And something we really focus on together is also the eco work, the shadow work of like checking yourself. Okay. It's a lot. It's really hard. This is not for the faint of heart, but then also business isn't for the faint of heart. Right. So you'll notice if you're either listening to this and we have worked together or you're considering, or or you never thought about it, that's okay. (laughs) but if we work together, you'll notice that I ask a lot of questions and they're deeper level questions. They're not just like, what's your next income level? Cool. Let's create a plan. My questions go deeper. The type of conversation we're having today is the type of conversation I have in the limitless Mastermind. I have in our one-on-one calls because this is actually how we scale something. And we make sure that we're scaling you in the process. Okay. So When you're looking for guidance, it's very important that you don't become a sponge of ideas. And I know that probably sounds a little counteractive because I think a lot of the times we're like, oh, I need to be a sponge. I need to soak up as much as possible. But actually, that's really good in the beginning because you should, you know, kind of be like a wealth of information in the beginning. But as you scale and as you evolve and as you get really clear as to what you're building, and how you want the longevity of your life to look like you need to stop becoming a sponge and start becoming a sorting machine so the reason why i'm asking these types of questions and really challenging you is because i want you to challenge me back i don't want you to just be like give me give me all of your answers and then i'm going to do with that with with it what i will without even questioning you i want you to question me I want you to be a sorting machine. I want you to develop that skill through our work together and be able to ask, I hear what you're saying, but how do I feel about that? Do I wanna take what you're saying or do I wanna challenge or do I not agree with it? You don't have to agree with everything I say. That's perfectly okay. But I want you to develop the skill set of becoming a sorting machine and challenging people. Challenge me. Go from sponge to sorting machine to then find your own clarity. You're developing your own mind. I'm here to help you do that. I'm a discovery tool. When we work together, I'm your discovery tool. And yes, I will give you answers and perspectives and all of that, but I'm not here to run your business for you. I can't give you the clarity. That is something you can only give yourself, but I'm here to help you discover the clarity. And then once we have that, that's when the strategy comes into place. And that is where we put a really solid strategy together. So, so far to summarize, in order to find clarity, we need to first ask, what do I need clarity in? Create white space, find intuitive time. Do the self-discovery work of really asking yourself, what are my goals and why do I have them? Does the journey of getting to my goals as it is right now, does that make sense for my lifestyle? And am I a sponge or a sorting machine of information? So now that we've done the self-discovery portion, and now we know some of our goals, or maybe we're like, ah, I can do without some of my goals. They don't align with me anymore. Now this is where the clarity actually comes in. Now this is where we actually take action steps to find clarity. Now that we fully have a conscious understanding of what, what we might want, what we don't want, or what we want more clarity on, okay? So number two in all of this is co-creating a partnership with the universe and your intuition. A really big part of finding clarity is learning to partner with your intuition, which is different from being self-aware, by the way. If you're ambitious, type air, type A, everybody is self-aware. Yep, we all know you're self-aware. Do you actually have a relationship with your intuition? Do you know how to do that? That's a really big part of my healing journey. And my discovery this year was actually creating a relationship with my intuition, getting to know it and really creating a partnership with the universe. And so if you're really big into manifesting on all that stuff, this is what I'm talking about. This is kind of like the realm of that. Okay. It's truly forming a relationship with it, a partnership and learning how to make decisions based off of your intuition versus fear and ego. That I'll cover in a separate episode. A lot of people who are into manifesting, they get it wrong because, in my opinion, a lot of people who are into it, it doesn't work for them and they wonder why, even though they really want it to work. Or a lot of people just like don't believe in it because it has never worked for them. And the biggest thing I see, like I said before, is they don't understand that it's a partnership. It's not one-sided. You actively have to create a partnership with the universe, with spirit, with God, with source, whatever you want to call it. So you can do all the manifestation tools, but it can't be 100% of the time you're just asking for things I want this. I want that. And then you giving a 0% back into that relationship. And we'll go over like what that exactly means. You have to be willing to put in the work on the relationship and give and take. And so what that means is you have to learn to ask, receive, and follow signs. Okay. So for example, if you say, I don't, I'm just not vibing with my offers anymore, the People that are attracted to them it just like gives me the ick. I don't know what I want my offers to be, but I just know this way of operating does not serve me, serve me anymore, which is basically what happened with the business owner I was talking about that went from 70 to 30K months. Okay. So the ask, number one is the ask. Universe, I am open to receiving clarity on my offers. I no longer want to work like this, right? It could be whatever. You can ask the universe for whatever you want, but you have to be open to receiving it. Okay. And that's that's a big thing. Be open. Stop putting expectations. Stop like trying stop trying to figure out or tell give limits to the universe. It doesn't work like that. If you want limitless results, you can't put limits on it. So be open. Don't put expectations on clarity and signs. Be open to receiving them and be open to them feeling different. Usually it's never going to come the way you think it's going to come. So stop trying to control it. You are not smarter than the universe. So like, first of all, check your ego on that. (laughs) Okay. So tell the universe what you want as a sign. Show me a lemon if X, Y, and Z. I personally don't do that because I find that doesn't work for me. So I leave it open-ended. I'm more of a person who asks for a more broader sign. So I'll be like, you know, just... Whatever, whatever you believe is best for me to find clarity, give me that and I will know. Okay. So trust that it will be revealed to you, but don't take it as a coincidence. If you're someone that's trying to challenge the universe being like, oh, that's a coincidence. That's a coincidence. That's going to be your problem. Then you're never actually going to see anything as a sign. But if something hits you, like it's truly like in your body, it's a sign. Okay. So acknowledge the sign is number two. Ask, acknowledge the sign. For example, one of my clients, the one that was rebuilding her business, who's a copywriter, she was telling me, she's like, no, I I love being a copywriter, but I just don't know. It doesn't feel necessarily good anymore. I think I've been kind of like moving past that, I've kind of been thinking about maybe evolving an offer into like CMO, but I don't really know. I don't know. And I said, okay ask for a sign, sit in it, have, do the clarity, have the clear space, right? Think more about it. And then a week or two later, we had another one of our one-on-one sessions and she said, you'll never believe what happened. I was doing what we've been talking about. And then I was having a conversation with a past client and she was like, Hey, by the way, do you know anybody who wants or is looking for, or is really good for a fractional CMO role? She was like, Oh my God, this is." literally what I've been talking about. So then she took the third part into into actually taking the action. So her action here was actually having the conversation with the client. She could have very well been like, no, I don't, and then left it alone. But she asked, she acknowledged the sign, and then she took the action by having the conversation. And then the secondary action after that was okay, now I'm actually going to like put strategy behind this because now I feel like this was the aha moment. This is actually what is going to fill my cup. It's the intuitive nudges or signs that sometimes have nothing to do with anything, which is another thing. Release the expectation, that is what I mean, okay? Because sometimes the sign will have nothing to do with what you're asking for, but if you feel an intuitive nudge just to do something random, do it. Because clarity whispers before it screams. Clarity always will whisper before it screams. Listen to the whispers. For example, on my morning walks, that's when I get a lot of ideas. When I'm just walking, not listening to music, and I just get a lot of downloads. But I've had to train myself for my ego not to self-sabotage it. And what I mean by that is the whole reason I started going on my morning walks this year is because as I was grieving Back in March, I was working with Gabby, who's a, who's a um, who's a medium. She's able to channel your higher soul's purpose. And as I was meeting with her, she was like, "Your spirit guides really want you to know to like st- start going on morning walks." I was like, "I don't have time for that. I don't have time for that. I don't want to do that. I'm like, I can barely leave my apartment. I'm in such like a paralysis mode." She's like, "I know, but just do it. Even if it's every other day." or once a week, just please start going on walks. But because I didn't have my relationship really formed with my intuition yet, my ego instantly self-sabotaged. and was like, nope, that's dumb. Nope, that's a dumb idea. Has nothing to do with everything. I don't have time. How many times have you had an idea? You're like, nope, that's dumb. Not even gonna try it. Stop at that. Stop doing that. Listen to the nudges, even if they don't make sense. They will lead to it. Those are whispers. Follow the whispers. They will lead to the screams. So, as I started going on my morning walks, I started actually really liking them. And that's when the most ideas started coming to me because I forced myself to follow the whisper. Okay. So, the last part of this in finding clarity is this once we have that clarity we followed the signs we've taken action on the signs even if we don't have that aha moment yet we have a lot of like little little signs that we can kind of piece together we have a couple pieces couple we have a couple co- corners of the puzzle that fit together and we're like all right this is looking good now this is where the spirituality meets the strategy this is where the duality comes in okay so we've asked what do i need clarity in we've created intuitive time we've done the discovery work of asking myself why do i have the goals i have Okay, and now it's time to implement the strategy. So for my client, the one that's a copywriter, she went from doing all the things, following the process from being a copywriter to truly having that aha moment of like, oh, my God, I want to be a fractional CMO. And it feels so good. It feels fun again. It feels feels like this is actually what I'm really looking forward to do. Within a few weeks, we had priced them, depending on the level of the service, we had priced them between $6,000 and $10,000. Within a few weeks, she, she sold a couple spots because she was truly in alignment at that point. Clarity whispers before it screams. Follow the whispers. Try all the puzzle pieces. That is how you create a limitless business and life on your terms. That's how you stop feeling burned out. That's how you stop saying, I love the money, but I hate the business. That's how you start seeing joy and serenity in the chaos. It's not just strategy. It's not just manifesting. It's knowing how to utilize the duality of spirituality and strategy. It's not this or that. It's this, that, and both. So if you were someone like me, who before now, you've been set in your ways and only doing things one way, be open to doing things both ways be open to things being different if any part of you during this whole episode has given you like a full body like yes please dm me please let's have a conversation about this i would love to know what you guys think and if you want to take it a step further i invite you to apply to work with me i can let's let's find you clarity in a way that truly builds something that is a full body fuck yes let's take you out of that let's let help you enjoy the journey and accomplish your goals. There's multiple ways we can work together. Let's have a non, non, let's have a, let's just have a conversation. I have intensives. I have the limitless mastermind. I have one-on-one. Let's find something that works for you. Okay. So I'll see you next time. And thank you so much for joining.